welcome to episode eight of the Beauty Business Podcast. This is the show for the health and beauty industry, particularly you independents out there. We're here to connect you to the people, tools, tips, and advice to help you get your beauty business, salon, clinic, or spa to where you want it to be. I'm your host here on the Beauty Business Podcast. I'm on a mission to help mobile therapists, home salons, and independent salons and spas to reach their business goals through simple, practical, and focused business advice, ideas, and tips. Every couple of weeks, I'll be releasing a new episode, which will be packed with information covering the topics that beauty business owners are struggling with right now. And it won't just be me either. I'll be bringing you experts, both from within the industry and also from outside of the health and beauty industry to give you their advice to help you grow your business the right way. So, I can't tell you how to do a better massage, manicure or facial, but I can help you to get clients, the ones that you really want, reduce your costs, increase your profits, sell more retail, control your time, and generally make more money for all of your hard work, time and effort that you put into your business. Last week here in the UK, it was Professional Beauty, uh, which is an exhibition in London, which if I'm not mistaken, is the biggest salon and beauty professionals conference and exhibition in Europe. There were loads of seminars, workshops and stages, all helping salon and spa owners and those aiming to be salon and spa owners, as well as all of the beauty professionals to improve their businesses and their skills. It was fantastic to see so many people there finding out new trends, finding out new information and wanting to push the industry forwards. But it made me think, we're all so busy working in our businesses. Do we take enough time to step back and take a look at just how our business is performing? Not only from an is it making money point of view, but also from the point of view of why we started the business or took over the business in the first place. It's so easy to get caught up in the day to day that you can lose sight of your original goals, your original dreams, the reason you took that leap in the first place to start a business. And that's what today's show is all about. Today, we're going to look at one super simple way of keeping an eye on your business finances every single day. It takes less than a minute, and as long as you do this one thing, then I guarantee it you'll never go too far wrong financially with your business. But before we get to looking at the financial health of your salon or beauty business, we're going to look at what I'm calling the emotional health of your business. Now, quick announcement or two before we get into today's episode properly. The little show that we started here a couple of months ago has started to attract some serious attention. It was fantastic as I was walking around the aisles and halls of professional beauty um, to be stopped by so many people uh, pointed at and just gone, hey, you're that guy from the podcast. Um, Now, I'm presuming they were talking about this podcast, and it was fantastic to meet so many people who were listening to and loving the show. So if you were one of those people, thank you very, very much indeed. And also, we have our first show sponsor. Now, I'll be honest, I'm not quite sure how I feel about sponsors for the show as we move forward. I'd love to get your feedback, so please let me know what you think. But I was contacted by a company that so perfectly fit in with this episode that I thought I would give a sponsor a try and see what you guys thought. More from the sponsor in a little bit. Now, on with today's show. (laughs) 
Okay, so it might seem a strange concept to evaluate your business emotionally, but when working with salon and spa owners, I find all the time that financial reward is never the primary purpose that they started their business. And for this reason, while of course it's always essential to be financially viable, most normal business measures like year-on-year -year growth, debt-to-equity ratios, retail-to-service performance and so on may not be the most important thing for you and for your business. So we'll get into the financial bit in a second part of this episode, but now to look at how your business is doing from a holistic point of view, we first need to look at why you started your business in the first place. What were your goals? What made you take that leap of faith to open a salon, to become a mobile or home therapist, or to turn your garden shed or cabin into a treatment room? If you are like many salon owners out there, your answer may never have been written down on paper, almost certainly not in a business plan. It may even have been more of an internal, possibly subconscious reason involving a combination of things like wanting to help and serve people, wanting more work flexibility, Maybe you wanted more time with your family, working more flexible hours. Maybe it was because you just had a passion for what you do. Maybe you were looking for a personal challenge, you were looking for a sense of accomplishment, or a million other things that it could have been. So I can't possibly identify every single reason or combination of reasons that you decided to become a salon or beauty business owner, but I have created a fairly simple set of questions that apply somewhat universally that will give you a clearer idea of how your business is doing compared to your original reasons for getting started that I am calling an emotional point of view. So what I have for you is a series of eight questions. They're very simple and straightforward. You can run through them easily in about five to ten minutes to help you evaluate the health of your beauty business right now. We're going to go through the questions now. But to help you out, I've put together a worksheet for this episode with all the questions in there, a space to answer them, and a key to the scores, which will help you translate your scores into more of an idea of how things are going. You can get hold of that download by going to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash eight download. That's the number eight, the word download, all one word. I'll repeat that link a couple of times throughout the episode uh, so you can definitely get hold of that but it's a free download get hold of it and you'll be able to fill it in as you go through this podcast okay on to the questions so as we go through the questions i'd like you to score each one from one to five where number one would be extremely unhappy and five would be over the moon couldn't be any happier and obviously two to four are somewhere in between Try not to think about your answers for too long. I'd say maximum 30 seconds per question. Something like this, it's best to go with your gut feeling as it often gives the best insight into how exactly you're feeling about your business right now. So whether you're a solo therapist or a home salon owner or you have a team in place already, I'd like you to answer these questions for you but about your business as a whole. It'll make more sense as we go through the questions. So question number one. How do you feel about the amount of time you spend at work? You'll have a internal feeling about how much time you'd like to be spending actually working in your beauty business. How do you feel about that? Would you like to spend a little bit less time working? Would you maybe like to spend a bit more time working? Give that an answer of somewhere between one and five, again, where one would be you're extremely unhappy with the amount of time that you're spending at work, and number five would be you're spot on, you're exactly spending the amount of time you'd love to be spending in your business. Okay, question number two. 
Are you happy with the amount of time you spend working on your business as opposed to working in your business? So like we said at the beginning of the episode, it's very easy to get caught up in just working in your business every day and especially independent beauty business owners tend to be working in their business, often the primary working resource in that business and often the only working resource in that business. So as you're working day to day actually doing the treatments that you're doing, it can often just become that kind of treadmill of doing all that work and you never take that time to step back and and do work on your business and that could be the marketing, it could be accounts, it could be building your business, it could be looking at new products, it could be anything. But how do you feel about the amount of time that you get to work on your business to help build it? Question number three, are you happy with the way your team works together? Do they help and support each other? Now, if you have a team, think about how your team actually works together. But if you work on your own, try and consider all the other people that help support you with your business. Now, that could be people like your accountant. It could be your marketing company. It could be your bank manager. It could even be your partner, your husband, your wife, your children, anyone who kind of helps you with anything that you do within your business or just even supports you to help you build your business. How do you all work together? Just have a think about how happy you are with that situation. Number four, are you pleased with the number of clients that your business has? Again, would you like a few more? Would you like a few less? Or generally, are you happy with the number and and level of clients that you have? Question number five is, are you happy with the level of new clients that your business attracts? Now, I do go on a lot about the fact that you shouldn't be needing to generate new clients very often if you're retaining the ones that you have. But it's a fact that things out of your control mean that you will lose some clients over time. People will move away. People will be ill. Unfortunately, people will even die and pass away. So your business will need to attract some new clients to be able to keep going. So are you happy with the number of new clients that your business attracts? Or even people who want to be clients of yours, but you're so busy that you've got a waiting list. Question number six is how happy are you with the level of profit that your business makes? Now, I've specifically steered clear here of talking about actual numbers because it's about how happy you are with the level of profit. Are you happy with how much it makes? Would you like a bit more? Would you like a bit less? That'd be unusual, Um, but that might be linked to how often you spend working in the salon. Maybe you could do with a bit less profit if it meant that you weren't spending as much time. So all these questions are very much how much you feel about each particular one with reference to your business. Question number seven, how would you rate how you feel about the prices you charge in your business compared to competition in your area? Again, do you feel you charge a bit more and you're happy with that? Maybe you charge a little bit less and you're not so happy with the prices you charge. How do you feel about the prices you charge in your business? And number eight, how do you feel about the future outlook of your business? I've not put any particular constraints around this. I just want you to have a quick think. How do you feel about how things are looking in the future? Do you think things are going well and things are on an upward trend? Do you think things are just kind of staying level and you may be happy about that? Or do you think things are kind of winding down a little bit? Completely up to you, but just have a think. How do you feel about the outlook of things within your business? Okay, so that's all the questions. Now, there's a scoring key to go along with these questions. So after you've written down all your answers and scored them all one to five, I need you to add up all the answers that you've put together. 
Now remember, you can download the worksheet to go along with this episode, which you can get hold of by going to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash eight download. And that has all of these questions in there, a space to write the answers, a space to add them all up, and also details of the scoring key. But we'll quickly go through the scoring key just now for your information purposes. So if when you added up all your scores, you scored between 10 to 25, that would generally indicate that things are not going well in your business. Your business has some pretty big areas of concern that need to be addressed immediately. They're so severe that I may even suggest that you might want to consider getting some help, maybe even look for a business coach. If you score between 26 to 35, then things seem to be going okay. You've got the fundamentals covered and things are ticking along nicely, but there's probably room for a little bit of improvement and you also need to be careful that you don't get stuck in a rut and become complacent with your business. If you scored 36 to 50, then things are going pretty darn well. Your business seems to be in good shape overall and you have a decent handle on things. Maybe a little bit of fine tuning could actually make things even better, but generally speaking, you're doing well. So how did you get on? So these overall scores can highlight the general pattern of how well or not things are going within your business, but they don't offer much insight. What I like to do is take raw data like this and present it in a visual way, as I often find that this reveals more information, some deeper information, and particularly to the more creative mind, this can point to where problems truly lie. So what I've done to go along with the questions, I've created what I'm calling the salon business wheel. It takes the answers to the eight questions we just ran through and allows you to plot them on the spokes of a wheel. Now, it's impossible for me to describe this wheel to you in the podcast. So if you do want to get hold of it, go get a copy of the business wheel, which is in the download for this episode, which you can get again by going to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash eight download. And that will be sent straight to you. It's on there. You can plot your answers on the wheel and see how things are going. What you do is you plot your scores on there to each question and each one is broken down into a section that you may have noticed as we were going through the questions corresponding to money, culture and clients. Then you join up all the points on the wheel to show which areas you might need to focus some attention on in order to give your business a better emotional health. This should make it an even more enjoyable place to work and in turn improve your own emotional well-being about how you feel because you feel better about your business. So now you know which areas you might need to focus some attention on to improve the health of your business. How do you do that? Well, that is where today's sponsor comes in. Imagine a place where you can go as a beauty professional or a salon owner or a spa manager to get help, to get support, advice, to get encouragement, where you can learn from some amazing industry professionals and talk to other beauty business professionals that are in the same position as you, going through the same struggles day in, day out as you are. Well, that place now exists and it's called sparbeautysuccess.com. It's basically like LinkedIn for the beauty industry. There are forums on there to pose your questions and get answers from the community and get feedback. You can talk to other beauty professionals on there. There are even a whole load of free video courses on there from some incredible industry heavyweights, the people that you would see speaking at the big events like professional beauty and the subjects on there like finance, improving retail sales, how to win awards, how to improve your mindset, how to do more with better focus and loads of other courses. Interested in finding out more? Well, to find out more, just go to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash success 
and you'll find all the details on there as well as a link to join up. And if you follow my link on that page, you'll find a very special offer on there for a limited period of time too. Now, back to today's episode. We've looked at the emotional health of your business. Now it's time to look in a bit more detail at the financial health. Wait, 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 wait. don't go. I know that a lot of the time we hear the word finance or financials and we just start to feel a bit sleepy. Well, it's rarely anyone's favorite topic and it's often hard to get really worked up about, but I'm going to show you one super simple way to keep an eye on the financial health of your salon or beauty business every day in less than a minute that will ensure, number one, your beauty business remains financially healthy, and number two, it will very quickly indicate if things have started to go wrong so that you can take action and fix it before it becomes a big deal. So what is this magical, super simple financial indicator you ask? Well, let me introduce you to your DBN or your daily break-even number. Now you've probably heard this term before, but do you know what your daily break-even number is for your salon? Now let's be totally clear. Your daily break-even number is the amount of money you need to make each day in your business when it's open to cover all your costs. And I'm gonna say that last bit again. Your daily break-even number is the amount of money you need to make each day in your business to cover all of your costs. I want to really highlight all of your costs because to some people, this term can mean different things. You need to include everything, absolutely everything, related to your business to make sure your daily break-even number is not only accurate, but works and does what it's supposed to do. Now I've seen salon owners get into real trouble because they didn't include the right things or all the things in their daily break-even number. And as such, carried on in the belief things were going well, when in fact their financial troubles were getting worse and worse and worse every single day. So this is really important. Now need to go through a couple of financy terms I just want to visit very, very briefly. First of all, fixed costs. Okay, okay, I said I'd stay away from financial terms, but this is an easy one. Fixed costs are everything that you would have to pay for in your business, whether you had a full appointment book or no clients at all. So examples of these fixed costs are things like rent, mortgage, your bills for electric, gas, water, telephone, internet, your business rates, your insurance, all those kind of things. As well as fixed costs, you've also got variable costs. Now these generally are the costs that vary depending on how busy you are. The idea being is these costs will be reduced if you are quiet, but will increase as you get busier and busier. Now examples of these are things like professional stock, consumables, which would be cotton wool, spatulas, etc., laundry, wages, commission, and so on. So now let's work out your daily break-even number. Now don't forget, in the freebie download for this episode, you can grab a worksheet to help you work out your daily break-even number, as well as evaluate the emotional health of your business from earlier. You can get the worksheet simply by going to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash eight download. And you can simply click on a button there and that will download the checklist for you. So here is what I want you to do. First of all, for your fixed costs. I want you to dig out all your bills, your electric, your water, your gas, your telephone, your television, satellite or cable, your internet, your rent, mortgage, everything that you have to pay for, usually on a monthly, quarterly or annual basis. 
I need you to get to an annual figure for each item. So, quick way to do this is if you pay for something monthly, multiply it by 12. If you pay for something quarterly, multiply it by four, and if you pay for something annually, leave it as it is. Okay, this may take a little bit of time for you to dig out all your bills, but you only really need to do this once, so it's worth taking a little bit of time to do. Now, I want to get to your daily fixed cost total. So, add up all of your annual costs, all of your bills, everything, and then do the following with the figure that you get. If you are open seven days a week, I want you to divide that total by 357. If you were open six days a week, I want you to divide that total by 305. If you were open five days a week, I want you to divide that total by 253. If you want an explanation of these one numbers and how I've got to them, then you'll need to check out the download worksheet. However, just briefly, what I've done here is I've taken off certain days that you won't be open like um, national holidays, bank holidays, things like that, and come to a number. Don't worry about the number too much, just divide by the number that corresponds to how many days that you are open. Quick tip, if you have internet banking for your business account, you can simply look in there and identify all of your monthly, quarterly and annual outgoings. Just make sure you don't leave anything out. And a quick warning here, if you find just one monthly bill for an item and you calculate the annual cost by multiplying by 12, just be a little bit careful. If you happen to find your summer gas heating bill and you use this to work out your annual bill then just remember that in the summer generally speaking it's going to be a bit warmer and this could be much lower than your monthly bill in the middle of winter so if it's something like heating that's going to vary throughout the year do try and make sure you find all of your bills for a year and come up with a proper annual cost just try to be a little bit careful now variable costs these are a little bit trickier because these are going to increase as you get busier which is a good thing Providing you've worked out your treatment prices correctly, then you should be okay. However, in the daily break-even number, we're going to include your wage bill. Because even though it's a variable cost, you need to have the staff in place first to be able to deliver the treatments and therefore have a viable business. So, if you work on your own, I want you to put in a figure for your wages. If you have a team, then we will need all of the wages and add it up together. Now, we need to get to a total daily figure. So if you know the hourly rate for yourself and your team, multiply each one by the number of hours a person works in a week. Then take this weekly wage cost and divide this by the number of days you are open as a business in a week. And finally, add them all together. If you'd like a worked example of this, then go and download the worksheet. I've done all of the calculations for you. You should now have two figures. You should have one daily fixed cost figure and one daily wage cost or daily variable cost. Add these two figures together to get what I'm calling your daily base cost. Now, you need to take this daily base cost and then multiply it by 1.4 to add on 40%. The reason you're doing this is that this 40% covers things like sales tax, a contribution towards product costs, plus additional wage-related costs like national insurance if you live in the UK, also, any commissions plus a little bit of spare change for any unexpected costs that might crop up. The figure you are left with is a fairly accurate daily break-even number. Now, I am aware you can go into a lot more detail. You can delve into levels of professional stock cost, retail stock costs, ratio of the two, equipment failure rate, sickness cover, and on and on and on and on and on. 
However, for the vast majority of businesses, this figure will be accurate enough. Write this figure down, big numbers on a piece of paper and stick it up somewhere in your salon where you and your team, not your clients, can see it every day. You need to generate this much income every single day to make sure you are covering all of your costs. Now this might be a wake up call for some beauty businesses and if it is, then great. Hopefully we've highlighted and identified the problem before it's got out of hand and become too big to recover. If you think you are way behind on this daily break-even number, then you need to take a long hard look at your business. I can't possibly go into all the different ways you might want to address a problem if you find one, so if this has come as a shock, your daily break-even number is higher than you thought and you feel stuck and you don't know where to start, you might want some help right away. There are some excellent salon business coaches out there and they don't always cost as much as you think for a little bit of help and advice to get you back on track. Now, it might seem a little bit counterintuitive to spend more money now after just realising you are not meeting your daily break-even number, but you may need help fast and a good coach will pay for themselves many times over with the knowledge, help and speedy assistance they can bring to your business. If you'd like some help here, I've worked with some excellent business coaches in the past, so just drop me an email at adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com and I'll put you in touch with someone who can help. If you don't think a coach is for you, then at least speak to your accountant or bank manager. They'll be able to analyse your numbers in a bit more detail to tell you what specific areas you could stand to improve and maybe even give you a few ideas on how to get started. If, however, when you work out your daily break-even number, you smile in the knowledge that you know you hit this comfortably every single day, then you, my friend, are in financial business heaven. I'd just caution you to make sure you go over your figures once more to make sure you've absolutely included everything that you need to but otherwise well done to you if you want to know just how well you're doing against industry averages i can give you some idea but there are so many variations in country business size setup offerings that it's important to know that this is only a very very general comparison but if you are a standard beauty salon i.e you offer body treatments facials nails and waxing type treatments then if you are exceeding your daily break-even number by 10%, then you're doing just fine. If you're exceeding it by 20%, you're doing great. And if you're exceeding it by 30% or more, you are doing an amazing job and you need to tell us all your secret. If you're more of a medispa type business, i.e. you offer aesthetic treatments, injectables, Botox, etc., then you're doing just fine if you're exceeding your daily break-even figure by about 20%. You're doing well if you are over 30% and if you're around 40% or more then you are doing an incredible job and keep doing it. If you want a little help working out just how much you are exceeding your daily break-even number by then go grab yourself a copy of the worksheet for today's episode. In there I do a fully worked example with various different options to show you exactly how to calculate how much better you are doing than your daily break-even number. So, just how is your business doing? I'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment on the show notes page for this episode or just send me an email at adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. So, today we have looked at how you and your business are doing emotionally together. Hopefully, I've helped to either reassure you that things are working just as you want them to be in your business or I've helped you to see what areas maybe could do with a little bit of improvement. Then, we did just a little bit of math to help you work out the one financial number that will hardly take up any time, 
but that keeps an eye on you every single day to make sure your business remains profitable. Remember, by keeping an eye on this one figure, you can detect early on signs of something in your business that has stopped working as it normally does. Track this figure, and if you start to see it drop, you can go back and check out the eight questions from the first part of this episode to help you figure out what may have happened. Don't forget to recalculate your daily break-even number at least once a year. Your bills will change, your wholesale prices will go up, as will your wage costs. Therefore, your daily break-even number will go up as well. So, keep an eye on it, change it once a year, redo all your costs, keep on top of it so you don't get into trouble as time goes on. And if you've got any questions, excellent. Send them over to me at adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. I not only love to hear from you, but your questions help me to understand your struggles, just what is holding you up right now, and from those, I hopefully can help you even more. So that's it for today's episode. Coming up in future episodes, we'll be looking at how to design the perfect commission structure for your salon, one that not only rewards your team, but truly incentivizes them and ultimately helps to grow your business too. We'll also be looking at how to create the ultimate treatment room layout and creating the ideal retail space to get your clients browsing and buying more retail products. As always, thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me on today's show. I really value you all and I appreciate your support. As always, if you found value in today's episode, please pop over to iTunes, find the show and leave a quick rating and review. It helps me to know that I'm delivering content that helps you, but it also boosts up the rankings a little bit and helps other salon owners and beauty business owners find the show, get value from it and means I'm helping even more people. Don't forget, also go and check out the sponsor for today's show. If you go to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash success, you'll find all the information you need on there as well as a very special offer and all the details you need to sign up. It's completely free. Go check it out. Okay, that's it for today's show. I'll see you again soon. Don't forget you can download the checklist for this podcast from www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash eight download. Okay, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you.